Okay, can we cuss on your podcast? It's guys sitting around chewing the fat. He made me ride here in the bed. You guys didn't see that. like that i didn't want to call him out on air and says like you might want to quit breathing that microphone (laughs) but he was just sitting here (sighs) (laughs) i was like god dang ty okay well we're rolling don't clam up all right sounds great we have a much uh highly requested guest in the house and kelly uh (laughs) Big Z, welcome. These people have spoken. You might pull that mic a little closer. The people have spoken. Yep. Well, how does it feel to be on the big stage? They will be very disappointed. That's all right. Your 93-year-old grandma or mother did it. You ought to be able to do it. That's very true. All right. Well, we're back, and everyone's got a fresh beer, or are you guys about ready for one? I'm fresh. Everyone's fresh. Good to go. You need one? I'm good. Okay. Well, what has everyone been up to? How's the financial world? It is up and down and left and right and everything else. But as long as you plan for the long term, you're good to go. Sounds rehearsed. (laughs) I picture every day of your job, tell me if I'm wrong, but like Wolf of Wall Street. No, you're dead on. Like uh, (laughs) paying paying people $1,000 to shave their head. Yeah, dead on. That's pretty much it. The girls, all of it. Yeah, everything. Everything, everything yeah. you could possibly imagine. Helicopters, is true. blow. Yeah, yeah, a lot of blow. <laughs> you know, I never really thought I'd get into it, but did they touch on that in college about how much blow there would be? No, and they didn't know about fentanyl. But damn, I'm into it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> as surprising as <laughs> it is these days, things. you kind of need to build up a tolerance. You don't want right. to get surprised. You, well, you do get surprised. I mean, Halloween's coming up. It's the responsible thing to do, though, to have a tolerance ready. Exactly. You know, I mean, not that you want to, but right. that's it good. It is a response. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. What about you? Is the is the farmer life? Oh, it's exciting. What's, is it? Oh, every day. Man, you just never know what's happening. <laughs> what's coming. What are you guys that's doing right now? It's got to be reassuring to the uh, bars. What are we doing right now? <laughs> well, we're uh, <clears throat> drilling wheat, but we'll finish that up tomorrow. Yep. How start, are you on start beans? Cut beans? Start cutting. Start Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. How long will that take? Uh, probably two weeks. Depends on if it rains or not. So, so, then, so then what do you do? After you cut beans and you're waiting on wheat to grow, get, what do you do? Get the anhydrous on for corn. Start spraying wheat. Anhydrous, okay. But like for pre-corn? Yeah, fertilizer. Hit, hitting the soil with it and getting ready. When's corn going? Uh, end of March, beginning of April. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So you do it six months in advance, though, getting it ready. Well, you kind of got to. Yeah. Why? Get ahead anytime you can. Yeah. What are you What are you doing in the off season? In the downtime? <laughs> there is no downtime. Oh, uh, don't your there people are people, aren't listening. There are people retiring left and right, and I got a plan for that stuff. Yeah. A lot of responsibility. It's like a realtor. Yeah. <laughs> Job never stops. Yeah, dude. Like the gas man. Thank you, by the way. For your service. Oh, hey. I don't climb poles. I'm not a lineman. <laughs> well, you're the next best thing. I do what I can. You're the closest thing to a lineman we've got tonight. A public servant. He public has a lot servant. of gas. If you will. He's not afraid if you to will. use yeah. it. 
Yeah. You still loving it? I guess. It's yeah. a job, you know. <laughs> it's a career, dude. It's a career. Come on. You know, it's it's always what I dreamed to be. You know, went to college, got a degree. That's right. Don't use it. Oh hell. Here we are. Yep. I, I actually read this somewhere. It's like pro little as far as little kids what they want to be is like baseball player, president, gas man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. President. I think I read that somewhere. I would yeah. talk any of them off the cliff Brock's on the diary. whole gas man thing. <laughs> but if you didn't go to college, you wouldn't have all those good stories. That's true. What's your? You got any good stories from college that you can tell on oh, air? Oh, God. Were you a Pitt State guy? I was. That's what I thought. <clears throat> well, I, I went to Fort Scott mm-hmm. for two years, rodeo. Um, then I went to K-State for a semester and then finished out in Pitt. Mm-hmm. Did you finish or did you? Yeah. Yeah, I finished. So, so give us a good story. I know you got one. I mean, I don't know, like putting you on the spot here. Yeah, you could have, you could have give you a warning. Yeah, let me pregame for that. <laughs> I like to catch you. I don't off know. Guard. I mean, you know, when I got to Pitt is when we started the band gig, and that's pretty much what I spent my entire time doing. Was that? I've always been envious of people that are and an actual band. Passed out, <laughs> drunk really every day. <laughs> I've always been jealous of guys like you. I'm not kidding because. I have a, made a amateur comedian career out of making jokes about, oh, yeah, I was in a band. This is my band's name in high school. St- silly stuff, and I never played an instrument in my life. I thought you all, played the bass. I did, kind of. It's never too late to start. <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, though. Skin gosh, throat. I always thought that was so cool to be able to Meat be horn. in a yeah. band. Uh, that, yeah. was, that would just be the best. It was yeah. fun. Oh, man, you guys still play. I mean, obviously. Well... I haven't played full band in a while, but I've been playing some stuff by myself. So. Yeah. Kelly's 50th. Yeah. You're out there. That yeah. was like the second leg on your oh North God, American tour, was, right? It was. It was. <laughs> that was an awesome night. It was fun. Yeah, that was a blast fun. doing it. That was a man. That was a fun night. Lots of uh, stories from that night. The Cheez-Its. <laughs> we were out in your driveway till the wee hours of the morning, but... You don't turn 50 every day. But you That's made, true. You Good definitely grief. made a... Uh, what night did we shut... Or, excuse me, what time did we shut down that night? Like, that was late. <clears throat> Two or three. Yeah, it was It was three o'clock. There's or still about six so, or eight of us in the well, driveway. I ran out of songs and we started DJing uh, yeah. music. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't play for... I mean, when did you... I don't know when you started, but it was probably six or seven, right? Uh, yeah, I really... I don't remember. Yeah. I think it was about six. Yeah, and then we didn't he shut down. Played for like six hours. <laughs> it was impressive. I just played a, I played a show Saturday night for um, the class uh, LC's class of 2003's reunion. Mm-hmm. They had me play, and I played for like almost four hours. Wow! Just acoustic by yourself. Yeah. Once like once I get started, like they just need to tell me to quit. What uh, what class were you? Oh, two. So it was a class. Under so you me. knew them all. You were yeah. Having, oh you, yeah. It was all That's buddies. Really and stuff. cool. Yeah, I knew. I knew. Basically everyone. Yeah. Really so how cool. do you how do you not run out of songs? You just have that many in the memory bank? No, I would I wouldn't say that. I just I practiced a you know a boatload of songs that I know and have known for a while. And so did you prep for a while? And yeah, yeah, I do. Getting ready for this. You know, I make the wife mad. Sit down in my little room <laughs> and, and play songs because I refused. <clears throat> I kind of refused to be the the iPad reader guy mm-hmm. that stares at oh. the 
the right. phone while you play songs. So yeah. I try to memorize them all. Yeah. That way I know. That way you can look it's at impressive. the people. I mean, it really I is. guess. That's pretty impressive. And then if you forget the lyrics, you just start making shit up. So people are probably drunk cool. enough. You yeah. Save those songs for After the a while, end. they don't pay attention. Yeah, they're just... Live music's just cool, even if it's shitty. Yeah, I 100%. agree. I agree. It's just fun. I mean, I'd rather go listen to some live music with songs on a band I've never... I don't know, songs I've never heard than, you know, listen to good music just because it's live. It's fun. Yeah, and you know, a lot of that class might have hated every song I played because they don't like the genre. Was it mostly like Red Dirt stuff? Yeah, it was the same stuff that I played at Kelly's. I mean... There was was some... You mixed in a little some. Yeah, I played... Jewel. Yeah, I didn't play Jewel there. I probably should have pulled that out. You should have done a slow jam. Yeah, I should have. But... But you did some throwback stuff. I mean, for Mm -hmm. sure at Kelly's. Yeah, I play a big sweep, but... Sneaky Snake? (laughs) Yeah, but to, to, to nail what the... The class of 03 was probably into back then. It's probably not what I'm into. So. And they may not remember it either. No. I mean. No. Remember but what? What they liked back oh, then. Yeah. They might not be into that But anymore. you know what? Yeah. There was a few people there that they were listening the whole time and they were dancing and jamming mm-hmm. and having fun. And even if the crowd sucks, you find that one person. <laughs> play to them. Yep. Yeah. There you go. You still that, might make a go of it. I don't know about that. You want to just put I'd your, love to. Just put your two weeks in right now. Just quit and go. Yeah, go on the it. road. Ah. You can't You can't make it with a safety net. That's true. You just got to bail in. If I ever get fired, I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What's your backup plan? <sighs> my investment guy. <laughs> there you there go. That's, you that's go. my only backup plan. You are a wise sage. <laughs> you could probably go ahead and retire then. Surely he's got it under control. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You don't, just kind of do the farming for it, fun. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep the image up. He's a he's a sport farmer. Yeah, just does it for Sparmer. the fun of it. Yeah, farmer. It's farmer. Yeah. Anybody need a beer yet, Kelly? You do. Yeah, that's fine. Get me one. All right, we're gonna do a little game. I know you're surprised, dude. Uh, you need some oh, theme. Lord you need some mercy. theme music. For I this. do. I need like a bump in uh, intro for the for the drinking game. Do you need to take a second? Shout out Mark Blair, Saw Shack Redemption. They sponsored this tonight. Got our beer for us. So this isn't me. You can't. No one can be mad at me tonight because the Saw Shack Redemption bought all the beer. So did they pick or did you pick? They picked. Oh boy! I said go to the liquor store. Oh boy! And get some get some stuff for the drinking game. He listens. He knows kind of the deal. So I'm already angry. Yeah. No, I think you'll probably get like a Bush Light or something. I do love me some Mark. You'll probably be all right. But uh, thanks to the Saw Shack Redemption. Kelly, what do you pick? One, two, or three, or four? Four. Four? All right. Brett Favre. And here we are just believing whatever I pick. They're labeled. I would. It's oh the honor system. Oh, my God. So Which Kelly, is it labeled or honor system? Oh, no, it's both. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kelly, on? drinking a mango wide chili. Modelo, Modelo Cerveza, um, Chilada Mango Lime. Yikes. Brewed in Mexico. It is, let's see oh, here. God, thank God I didn't drink How that. many OZs? I hate Chilada. That sounds great. I mean, it, it does sound, I mean, it doesn't sound bad. And I do have the fighting spirit, so isn't that what you're supposed to have with Modelo? Yeah, yes. I, I don't know how many ounces it is. Probably like, oh, that's, 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 that's like a silo, 32, bud. 32, man. No, no, no. 
It might be t- yeah, it's probably twenty four. So hmm. give I'm us a little give I'm us a little live I'm reaction. Excited. Let's see what we got. You here. have to Oh, I doubt it. It's are fine. you so are you a chilada guy? Oh yeah. Thank well, that's God a good pick. you drew that one. I yeah. hate chilada. I love chilada. Yep. I don't know, man. It, it definitely looks good, but mango chili is just... That's interesting. Uh, I hope it's got a little bit, judge just a little bit of cover. heat to it, maybe. Mmm, smells good. Is it mixed up? I hope it's mixed up again. That's absolutely awesome. Oh, that's really? good. I think you're the first just person... A, just a little bit of burn to it. Not bad. First reaction. That's awesome. Yeah. I think you think you're the first person to ever enjoy what they got on this game. I love it. Thanks. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Shout out Sauce Shack. Mm-hmm. Uh, one out of ten. What are you giving it? Initial reaction. Uh, one sip. Everybody knows the rules. Nine. Wow. That's a nine. There. That's that probably the highest score we've had. That you wouldn't want to like drink them all night. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, good little. Oh yeah. Drink it with dinner or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go, Brock. You want to go? No. No, no, go you go ahead. Do you, you want me to pick? Yeah, go ahead. I don't want him to complain. I want him to get what's last so he doesn't say he picked. <laughs> okay. And I did any tomfoolery. So every time I've played this, I've always wanted to pick two, but I've never gotten to. So Oh, I think you should. Give me number two. All right. Brock will be drinking. It's an IPA. What in the It's a voodoo ranger. Juice force. We actually had this on the last episode, and the guy loved it. 9.5% alcohol. Oh, my God. Uh, one pint. Um, Very European. It's got a like a skeleton in a flight suit on it. So It's, it's a kick-ass can. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh, it's definitely going to have to go on the shelf, along with Kelly's Modelo, so don't crush them. But, Juice Force IPA. Yeah, I mean, oh, what was the flavor? I think I even missed Saying what the flavor is. Uh, I don't know. It says Voodoo Ranger IPA. New Belgium. New Belgium, yeah. Quincy Say would love it. Oh, yeah. Probably. He would be all it's, for it. It's right up his alley. There you go. Smells great. Very fruity. I'm a, I'm not an IPA guy, but... Honestly, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Man, this is awesome. We've never... It's, it's yeah. refreshing to see people like it. That no is. one's ever liked... What they get on this I mean, game. the last one I had was terrible, but if you like IPA beers, that's good. It's got a little hint of some kind of fruit. Hang on. Let, let it hit the palate here. Yeah. <laughs> one sip, everybody knows the rules. You're not an animal, for God's sakes. I can't tell what it is. Orange, peach, something like that. You know, I I have a really bad relationship with IPAs. I just hate them. Every time I get one, I hate it. Uh, so... It's kind of, I kind of swore off of them, but that's the second person in a row who's loved that. So, mm. what are you giving it? Have a drink. What are you giving it? I don't like IPAs, but for an IPA, it's is, probably a seven. That's pretty good still. Yeah. Five and north, I mean, honestly, can't for, be mad about. For someone that likes IPAs, it, they'd probably go way higher than that. Mm-hmm. Would it be too fruity for someone that likes IPAs, though? No, it's not it's like not an overbearing just a little fruity hint. flavor. Yeah, just a little hint, not honestly. For, not for Ty Leahy, because he's comfortable in he's his comfortable. sexuality. He is comfortable in his own sexuality, <laughs> even though nobody ever asked him. <laughs> just came out I'm, there with I'm it. glad he uh, he uh, put that out there. because That was hilarious. Man, we were all curious. Man, that's good. It really is good. That was like, hilarious. Do you need a drink? No, I'm good. Okay. I, I, I still don't know what I'm going to get. God only well, knows. That was cool. Sure you don't. 
No, I really don't. Uh, hit, hit me with Do you want bit. me to pick or do you want to pick so you can't say there I was any? I want to pick. Okay. Number one. Oh, thank God. Damn you, Ike. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know he's grabbing the one that he don't want. Oh, no freaking <laughs> way, dude. <laughs> okay. Dad. Or, sorry, that Zach. That is total BS. Zach will be drinking a Colt 45 original. God, why didn't I pick one? Every time. I'll trade you. Only 5.6% alcohol. You should be happy. That's not 40 fluid ounces. Classic American lager since that. 1963. You are, you're drinking it. Don't be a poor sport. I... So uh, let's get your taste test. Get a live reaction. Before I open it, it's a 0.3. Get, don't be closed-minded. <laughs> Too late. Ooh. Ooh. I hope it doesn't fizz over on me. <laughs> It'll be a poor sport. Horrendous. Oh, no, it can't be that bad. It's a light beer. Colt 45 is not a light beer. No, it's not bad. It's not heavy. We used to buy those ice cold. Scott would change out of the couch. Mm-hmm. It's ice cold, too. That part is true. I know it's good ice cold. I guess that leaves me with number two. Hey, and that does. <laughs> Saturday. Damn that it. does remind me. You know, we were complaining about the plastic bottles that the old English was in. Is that what was that? I it's even, glass. Okay, right. So they they stay yeah, true. That's quality. That I mean, you, I mean, you're welcome. Uh, I mean, it looks like you just so opened up the fridge on a Dre video, <laughs> pulled one out. So truly, what are you going to give it? I mean, don't be don't be poopy pants mad. Four. Four. Initial reaction. That's not bad, four. really. When, so, have you had one before? No. You really haven't. So why were you so worried? Well, have you ever had a can of? Skunk water. <laughs> I wouldn't. Give I bet that, you have a preconceived notion. I wouldn't give that like. a four though. Why? I mean, that's a cold four. Is it just because the bottle that came in? Probably just because no, it's, it's because of the taste. It's horrendous. I think but you no, should. You should have poured that in a glass. You for him. said that before you even tasted it. I bet if I put it in a glass, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He would have been like, oh, you know, that's six, Bud seven. Light. Yeah, not it's, bad. It's too heavy. He can't drink. He can't drink with his pinky out. But he's dropping saying, the bottle like Patrick. He's, he's saying how it tastes, but. He, you've never had it, and you were complaining before you even tried it. So I mean, you could, you went into it kind of closed-minded. Well, okay, yeah. So sure. I mean, it's it's probably not bad. So that's initial Is reaction. It? We'll give it. It's not good. But we'll give it a little. Thanks, Sawshack. We'll get about halfway through there, and everybody else can rate it again. But yeah. I will bet that it's better than some of the crazy stuff that you've had with a hurricane and an earthquake. I like guarantee it's Jeff better Alexander. than that. He, Jeff got a. Earthquake, Brock got a hurricane. You got a bad one too. I'd have done backflips to get that over a hurricane. Yeah, no yes. shit. Hurricane was terrible. Uh, like I love Natty Light. I wish I would have gotten Natty Light. Would you? Uh, would you have rather had a Bahama Mama? No. See, Vit got a Bahama Mama. I'm telling you, there's been some shit. Yeah, I know. That's Shot true. of tequila. You got a good little beer. Mm. I should have brought it's the moonshine. Well, it's 40 OZ. Oh, you've got some still. This is from you, man. That's not mine. Yeah, it is. That was Strasser's. Oh, I it had was? the peach, yeah. Oh, I thought you had both of them. No. Oh, you want a little hit of moonshine? It looks like he left a wad of chew in it. What's in it? <laughs> it's a cinnamon stick. Oh. You want a little snip? No, <laughs> it's I'm, a, good. I'm good. I'll tell things. you right now, man. I've said this like three times that now. Is but everyone, every time I've ever had moonshine, they're like, oh, dude, it's so smooth. And it's always atrocious. But this stuff actually is pretty smooth. And that definitely looks homemade. Yeah, it, I mean, you throw I mean, the cinnamon homemade, stick in it's there. It's not not uh, smoky. Yeah, you throw the cinnamon whatever. stick in there. It's gonna look. It's gonna look good. Mm-hmm. But uh, we usually do 
another reaction about halfway down the beer. So we can wait a little bit, but sometimes they don't get better. But today you guys have you guys got some. Sometimes good ones. they do. You guys sometimes got, they do. I've never they seen, usually grow hooks when you get. About I've never seen time. one get better, but this thing is ice cold. I will give you that. He's coming around. Look at that little smirk. I guarantee it tastes better if it was in a brown paper sack. <laughs> I should have put. I should have kept it in one and not let him see. And he it probably just, would have been just fine. My old fraternity brother, Tony Jackson. We had two black guys in our fraternity, and Tony was one of them. And he would really play it up. He would drink Colt forty fives on the front porch just to be funny. Yeah. So, so where where did you go to school? Missouri State in Springfield. Okay. Yeah. And Tony was actually from Carthage, which was near where I grew up in Carl Junction. And Tony always had funny stories. Like his best friend was from Carthage, and he was in our fraternity too. And Brian Marty is his name, and he's a real redneck. And oddly enough, Tony or uh, Brian Marty's family owned Ott's Salad Dressing. Mm-hmm. It's from yeah. Carthage. Really? Yeah. You know that salad dressing? The, oh, yeah. The plant. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. That French, it was in Carthage. Yeah, it's from Carthage. So Brian Marty was a real redneck. I'm mean, a great guy. Awesome guy. Uh-huh. And his family owned Ott's Salad Dressing. And then um, his best buddy from high school was Tony Jackson, black dude. And Brian was a great athlete, but he didn't look like he would be. The white guy, redneck. Tony looked like he'd be a great athlete, but he was not. <laughs> and Tony Jackson. And um, I'll never forget, we were playing pickup basketball one time on like a Saturday morning or something on campus. And we're shooting around. And I, believe it or not, I got picked fairly early. That was way back when. And back in your prime? Back, yeah. you put me on the post. Yeah. What's this, right. 19, Forget about it. like 88? Uh, 90. 90. 89, 90. And so um, I got picked, and then I was the second one picked or whatever. And then this, the guy that was doing the picking, he said, he looked at us, and he said, take the brother? And I said, uh, <laughs> no. And he said, really? I said, no, take, take the guy with the mullet. You know, I mean, I didn't say that, the but that's who it was. The guy with the mullet and the cut-off pearl snap. Yeah. And, and he's like, really? I said, yeah. The guy and the then another guy, the other guy that got picked before me on my team, he said, yeah, I've seen him play. He don't play like a brother. <laughs> <laughs> and sure as hell, Brian, Marty was draining him, you know. And, was it like on the, and, uh, on the office? Yeah, with was Stanley with his Stanley, arm out. Uh, and Michael's picking the teams. He's like, Stanley, of course. Why, of course. <laughs> yeah. And actually, Tony was great at tennis. Oh, I mean, that's the really? white man sport, yeah. He was great at that. The white country club sport? Yep, that's what Tony was good at. He really was. So why'd you? Uh, what was it like being in a fraternity at MSU? Well, I loved it because I never in a million years thought I would join a fraternity. Kelly was in you a look, fraternity. You seem like too. a frat boy. Oh, yeah. You guys sure. are both in fraternities? No, yeah. a couple. That's a couple Brad, he Dad, was Sigma and Chad's, Chad, dude. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sigma Chi, K-State. Might as well call him Brad and Chad. Yeah. And I never in a million years thought I would do it, and... My dad was in a fraternity at K-State, and um, he was a Sigma Nu, and I, so I could have gone. Sigma who? Sigma Nu. Yeah, Sigma who. And I thought, eh, I'm not going to do that. And he mentioned if I asked if I would do it. I'm like, nah. He said, eh. So I got there, and then a couple of buddies of mine, and I was like, I'll go for the heck of it, you know. And then, sure enough, I joined it because they were a real cross-section of people. I mean, like. Rednecks, pretty boys, jocks, preps, you name it. And 
all of it. It was kind of like going back to high school where every uh, you were friends with everybody. Yeah. And a lot of the other ones were, anyway, I don't want to get into that, but a lot of them were, you know, you're this. You know, the ag sigs were all, you know, country guys, and these guys were all this preppy or whatever. And so I like that aspect of it anyway. Yeah. And Kelzo was in one too. Yeah, what yeah. was yours like? Was it at K-State? Yeah. Uh, and, of course, uh, we only had, uh, I think it was me, I was an ag econ major, and there was two other ag biz majors. Yeah. Everybody else was like pre-law and pre-med and accountants. Yeah. But we had a good time with it. I mean, had a really good time. So much I don't remember a lot of it. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I never thought I would do it. It's probably like you because I had yeah. a picture in my mind of <clears throat> movies and stuff with a bunch of rich kids or something, and that sure as heck was not the case. Was so. it Was it Animal House? Absolutely. kind of was, yeah. 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 And things yeah. changed a lot since then. Yeah, I know. It's not as well, fun I mean, from what I understand. Why? What do you mean? Ours got sh- ours. Ours got shut down because of drugs. Well, uh, I think our house. Well, like, I think, I but they've, they've come back, but seriously. Like drugs I, ever I killed I think anybody. all of them at Manhattan now are dry. <laughs> and their houses are dry. Oh, God. Bullshit. Really? That's, they were uh, not when terrible. I was there. No, they weren't there. That sounds we horrible. Were there either. Even when I was in high school. And, Might as well join the library board. Yeah, seriously. Even when I was in high school and fresh out, when we'd go to Pittsburgh and go to the frat houses and party, I mean, it was still... Just what you'd imagine. Yep. A sea of people, like 500 people crammed into a house, drinking keg beer. It's funny because, like, my my parents, my mom has told me before, like, my mom and dad met at K-State. My mom lived in a sorority house. My dad lived right across the street in a fraternity house. And when my, Ike's heard this story before, when my Dad asked my mom out on their first date. My dad was already engaged to a girl back home in Indiana. That's where, city boys up. That's where I get the pimp. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so um, my mom agreed to the date, and then she found out that he was engaged. So she broke it off before they even went on the date. And then he wrote home back then, you know, a million years ago, wrote a letter. A million years. Broke up with his fiance. And back home in Indiana. Dear Jane. Yeah. <laughs> and so, another funny side story. God, that's got to be she devastating. Brought, she brought the ring back to my mom and my grandparents' house. So He did well, not give it to grandma. She gave it to grandma. And then my grandma said, well, he's not going to need this anymore. And she had a necklace made out of the oh. diamond. Oh. <laughs> and he was nice. like, oh, got, totally got plans for this new girl. Yeah. that's And he... <laughs> Started dating my mom immediately because he said, I broke up. I broke up with her. And so um, he, they started dating, quickly engaged. He went home for Thanksgiving. And my grandma said, no, I already had it made into a, a necklace. <laughs> so well, good. And he she should, said, you, you should not yeah, give that same ring it. to That's a cursed. girl. Yeah. That was her excuse, but I think she really just wanted a necklace. That's a good excuse, though. Yeah. And so then, anyway. They got married, and seven kids later, here I am. Here you are in the flesh. <laughs> a love story. That is a good love story. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I like how my dad turned it into a great love story, but really he was just cheating oh, his he, girlfriend. He knows how to schmooze it. <laughs> he He's did like not you. Get a chance yet. He's like you. He's a schmoozer. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? No, but before we get off the uh, fraternity talk, I got a good story. Mm. You might have heard it. I'm not going to say any names. Okay. I was with a uh, guy who may or may not be related to Brock. Oh boy. 
in Pittsburgh one night, mm-hmm. and we went to this frat house. And the rule was to get in. Well, we, we started at our buddy's house who lived in Pittsburgh, just having a little house party. And me and this guy, we'll call him Melvin for the story. <laughs> Perfect. Me and Melvin used to like to wander after a few beers, after like 25 beers. I can't imagine who it is. Yeah, no, that's all right. Don't, don't, no need to. Nope. I'll paint oh. a picture. And uh, we would wander, and we ended up wandering to the goat house in Pittsburgh. It was a frat house. And we walked in, we got, there was like a line. I mean, this place was packed. They ended up, not this, not this night, but one night they had the guy there DJing who did the Jordan Belford song, you know, the Jordan Belford, you know that song, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the guy who, I can't remember, I have no clue who did it, but he was there DJing one night. So it was a pretty, pretty happening little house. And we got in line and these two... Brad and Chad looking motherfuckers came out there and they were like, <laughs> let's call them Kelly and Zach. For the same story. Yeah, <laughs> no, there you go. no, you guys are way cooler than them. I promise. They were like the backwards visors, sunglasses on, even though it's 10 o'clock at night, douchebags. And they were like, uh, you got to have two girls to get in. Mm-hmm. Every guy's got to have two girls to get in. And we're like, yeah, yeah, they're coming. So by the time we got up there, they obviously we didn't had no girls coming. They proceeded to kick us out with force, and so we left. I mean, we didn't put up much of a we didn't put up a fight because that we were severely outnumbered. But uh, we get outside, and Melvin was like, "You know what? Let's go take their antenna off their house." <laughs> and so I was like, "Okay." And so we're standing there on the sidewalk, and this is their house was on a corner lot, right by a stoplight. And he was like, "All right, let's do it." And he chugged the rest of his beer and threw it out in the road and it shattered. Sure as shit, it shattered and, you know, the glass shards went all over a car. And that car that was sitting there at the red light went ahead and turned its lights and sirens on. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a cop car. Oh, my God. So we take off running. We took off running through Pittsburgh and immediately split up. And uh, I ended up hiding under a truck in somebody's driveway and I don't know where he ended up but we had this other friend who didn't drink at the time and he was at the house party and he ended up just walking the streets of Pittsburgh that night looking for us and I ended up waking up to to hearing him going Ike Ike (laughs) (laughs) and he found us he found us he didn't drink so he was just searching for us yeah it was rough my best fraternity party story is probably when I was 27 years old. Oh, I know this one. This is a classic. This is a classic. So my best buddy growing up from when we were little kids, like third grade, he was the best man in my wedding and everything. Best name ever, Charlie Sweat. Is he related to Keith? You would think so. (laughs) There's not many sweats out there, but no, he's not. Oh, damn. So Charlie and I went, he runs a hedge fund now in Chicago. But anyway, we were... um, buddies you know grade school and all that and then then went to the same college and and um we by the time i had moved to altamont steph and i had meredith and she was about four months old because it was like in october for homecoming she was born in june my mother-in-law had come down to town so on friday night charlie and i he comes in he was living in wichita at the time he drove to altamont he and I went and got a room at John Q. Hammond's in Springfield. And so that 
is a dated reference. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, it is. Brock, he's got a little gray in his beard. That's hey, right. My he ears knows. perked up when I heard John Q. Hammonds. <laughs> I had visions of going in there and buying a buying a bootleg Nike t-shirt at a trade show. <laughs> oh, that's in Joplin. But it was John Q. Hammonds. Yeah, it was. Same guy. Okay. He owned one, but he, he still owns the Holiday Inn, John Q. Hammonds Center in Springfield. Okay. Big old place. But anyway, so we're, we're I there. Digress. <laughs> I digress. So we're... It, so we go to the football game, and and then we go to the party at our old fraternity house. And so we're like 27 years old, 28. Wait, and I might have missed this, but why were you back? Homecoming. Oh, okay, okay. And so then my, my mother-in-law and Steph, my wife, and our little baby were going to come for the football game the next day. And so Friday night, Charlie and I are on our own. And when so, the cats are away, the mice will play. That's right. So... You know, you're not that long out of college, but six, seven years, kind of a long time. And we're at the fraternity house, and there's still a couple of people that I knew when they were freshmen that are still hanging around, you know, mm-hmm. in the fraternity. So, and we're talking and and having a good time at the fraternity house. And then there were these guys that was like out of a character from a Ferris Bueller movie or something. Red uh, convertible stopping by the house and yelling stuff from a different fraternity. I'm way like too old. Like a rival shit. Yeah, way too old to care about that. Really? But, you know, you get into it a little bit when you're there. You couple back. beers, couple couple so buddies. I, so I acted like I was being the old sage or whatever and going out. And so I the next time, and they'd come around a couple times, and then they came around the block again and stopped. And I, and I Charles like, don't. <laughs> so I go out, and Charlie. it's a convertible. And this sounds like something out of a movie, but I go, I go around to the He's passenger side. No, and the I've guys, heard it. It's true. Yeah, and the guy's in. He's got the whole the look of a fraternity guy, perfect blonde hair and all that. You know, good looking guy or whatever. And he starts to open the door, and then he starts to shut it. And I I put my knee there, and I stop the door from shutting, and. I said, guys, come on. This is ridiculous. What are we doing here? And I'm setting him up the whole time. He said, I'll tell you what we're doing, you effing old man. We're tired of the bullshit. I'm old like, man. And he said, what do you even care? How old are you? I said, like, come on. And I act like I was putting my arm around him. But I grabbed him by the back of his hair, and I bounced his face on my knee about four times. <laughs> and then he looked like hamburger, you know. And then they fit. It was really like a movie. That is kick ass. Peeled out. And then the best part about it being really like a movie. Hey, can I pause? pause. This story is 100% true. I love it. I'm eating it up. But this part, I don't know. The Rocky? I don't know. They literally carried me back (laughs) on their shoulders to the front porch. And my friend Charlie said, how am I going to fit your fucking head through that hotel door? <laughs> you went to the top of the steps and started jumping up and down. <laughs> yeah. But they did carry me on their shoulders. That's badass. And then I was like, it doesn't get any better than this. I got to get out of here. Yeah. Well, I bet good. mom was proud. Mm. Next day, I don't know how many people came up to her. Man, your husband's so badass. <laughs> it's so lame, but, but I was did, a big was, bully. Was she proud or was she? Uh, no, she was not. I can't imagine why. They're never impressed at stuff. You know, like when that. they have the a four-year-old shit. daughter. With you do them. the coolest shit, and they're never impressed. Yeah, they're never impressed. 
Yeah. And the other night I drank like 30 beers in one night. That's amazing. One. And Cameron was like, high fiving. Oh, Let me guess, high fiving you? Well, no. Oh, she was like, sure. oh, you drank too many beers. That's like, quite an accomplishment, really. Like, I'd yeah, be all excited about it. Like, that. you should be the wind beneath my wings. Mm-hmm. But that's a Not whole... the anchor around my neck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love her. I love her, but you know. <laughs> it is too bad, though, that uh, Vic couldn't hear. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll take a quick break, but. Uh, it's too bad Vic couldn't be here because we were going to do a Mexican casserole cook-off. <laughs> Shout out, Shelby. I know you're listening. I know your Doritos were going to take third. It wasn't me. <laughs> I, hang, I have a hankering for a it hunk wasn't of me. nacho cheese with Dorito. Not, I think she uses Cool Ranch. Oh, wow. That's really throwing a little I can't give away this. I can't give don't away get, the family don't give away secret. secrets on, on air, no. We'll, we'll, you can buy the cookbook if you want that. Hit up Shelby. But uh, let's take a Love quick break. Love lavish. Yeah, <laughs> let's take a quick break. Thank you, Saw Shack, for the beer. To complete silence, you could just like beep. Yeah, I do need a bleep button. And if you want to work in the, we're not live, are we? Yeah, we're live. Oh dear lord. If I want to work in what? Story <laughs> no, time. that's all right. No, let's do a story hour. We're back. We had a little, had a little pee break after we were our thirsts were quenched by the Saw Shack redemption. God bless you, Mark. Have you Blair. seen that guy's work? Oh, it's amazing. It's insane. Yeah, it's awesome. Wait, where have you seen it? Facebook? No, my sister bought some like chest or something off of him. It was kick ass. He does he did. everything from furniture to He really likes to do cabinets. Cabinets. Cabinets are his yeah. thing. He's chief signs. He made my bagboards. Bagboards. Yeah, he's he really did my, talented. The guy can I don't do know anything. if you've been in my house, but he did my countertops. He's but absolutely, countertops. He did yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah, he's good. He can do everything. He'll he'll tackle any project. Yep. I mean. It's like uh, I can't remember who was on here and told me. I'm gonna forget who it was, but they said, "Tell him take the job. Tell him you can do it and figure out later." Who that was that? Like Mark, because who was that? I think it might have been Mark. He does everything. I think it might have been him that and said he that. Exceeds at it. Yeah, he did a good job. Don't tell him I said that. I won't. <laughs> he surely won't listen to the episode he bought. Sure. <laughs> Wondering if he got his money's worth on the advertisement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do a little story hour. I know you got some notes, Big Z. I have some notes. Break uh, into it. One of my favorite stories ever. I have to tell this story every May. Oh, fishing our, trip? Yeah, on our fishing nice. trip. I worked at Farm Bureau for 17 years. And then um, we started going on a fishing trip about year 10. For me, and it started off at Lake of the Ozarks, and or no, started off at uh, at Idle Hour. No, <laughs> uh, Beaver Lake, and then we moved on to Lake of the Ozarks, and then we've been going to Mapleton at uh, Timber Hill Lodge since then. But it's been many, many, many years of going, and a lot of the people that we started when we started it, we were all current employees. Since then, some have retired. Some, like me, have went on to different things. But we still, it's not an official Farm Bureau trip, but Mm -hmm. we still just keep it going and uh, have a great time. And there's this, and I cleared his name. I asked his permission. (laughs) That's important. You have to clear the name. Yep, I asked his permission. I, I called him last week. And he said... I don't know what's better, his name or his nickname. We'll get to both of them. Exactly. Tune in here. And so it's imagine a bunch of guys on a fishing trip and 
you know, you tell the same old stories every year and it's funny every time. And Not you. <laughs> not me. I always have fresh material. Yeah. Just ask your mom. She yeah. never blames you. She never says, I don't laugh at you because it's the same old jokes. She doesn't say that. Oh, I didn't think that's where you were going. <laughs> and so this this dude from Topeka, his name is Cecil Rash. Oof. Strike one. Cecil Rash. Cecil Rash. That's his name. I had one of those a pit one time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just oh, a shot of penicillin a, took care of it. A couple the free clinic. Worth. Yeah. <laughs> So I, a screaming case of Cecil Rash is what you're getting ready to get. <laughs> We're all about to get a little Cecil I've had Rash. It. I'm immune. It's okay. And he is the best. It'll bounce right off. So he's he, kudos to him. He's a Marine veteran. Hoorah. And he's from Fort Scott, and he lives in Topeka now. But he's probably about 75 years old now. Now? Yeah. Oh, really? I yeah. just assumed from the story... No, I, he, I pictured you know, him like 80 in the story and like 100 now. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. But he's a Vietnam vet and, and um, you know, went through a lot of stuff and everything. But he was telling me how he would go on leave once in a while. And um, he would go to the city. and <laughs> it, When they were overseas? Yeah, when they were overseas. Oh, okay. So you're not talking Kansas City or anything <laughs> no, like not, that? No, not okay. uh, He's talking you. the real city. I got you. This, this is Vietnam. Yeah, not Army Reserve. This is not. This is dude. Marines, Vietnam. But every once in a while, he would get a break and get to go to the city. And he said, "Well, first of all, let me paint the picture for you. He he has a little ball nose. He's about five foot six, and he has a red nose because he drinks a lot of vodka. And um, he <laughs> he talks with a high voice, even though he's a badass." And the drunker he gets, the higher his voice gets. And so he'll be telling the story, and, and we we talked him in. Or he told the story of the first fishing trip, and then every year since then, we have to talk him into it. He's like, I'm not telling that goddamn story. <laughs> Ain't that fucking bullshit. Well, goddamn, I, you guys know the story. It's and, a classic. It's just like yeah. listening to Amarillo by morning again. <laughs> exactly. You know you know it. The first time. It, it every time so is like the first time. Yeah. And so he said, I'm not telling that damn story. I don't give a goddamn way. That's just how he talks. And so, all right, fine, motherfuckers. Sitting around, everybody, listen up, because this last damn time I'm going to tell it. And he'd, he'd start telling it, and he'd say, well, we go to the city, and they go to this place, and it's like Hollywood fucking squares. What do you mean? And that's the 70s, 80s reference, but there was an old game show where there were three celebrities Three different stories. Three celebrities, each layer. So there's nine people. No way Ike knows what I know. No, I do. I know. I don't have any gray in my beard, dude. <laughs> and so he uh, he said, you go there, and and these these girls, are their heads are on their pillows, and their arms are tucked under their, and hands tucked under their chins. And you walk in there, and you just pick one. Three different stories. Pick one of the nine. And I, they look a lot alike, but I picked the same one every time. I knew it. <laughs> Had a little relationship with yeah. her. And he said, we go back to Mama Son's house. It's very classy. Not like a New York hooker. <laughs> so he's experienced. Uh, he's well, seasoned. Yeah. He said, there you go. You go in there. You pick one. I pick the same one every time. Go back to Mama Son's. You walk in. You have to take your shoes off. You're not a fucking animal. <laughs> We're it's cultured a classy here. Joint. It's a classy joint. <laughs> Take your shoes off. 
Next thing you know, Mama San tell you strip down. Didn't they do a steak dinner? That's, we're getting the steak dinner. Oh, okay. Then you go take a shower. You take a shower, come back. Oh, you got to wash yourself first. They don't even yeah. trust you. They're not no. dirty. Mm-mm. These are GIs. Come on. Right. No, I don't blame them. Right. Then, yeah, go in, take a shower, come out. Brings you, Mama San brings you a terry cloth, white robe. Then Mama San brings you over, you drink some sake. She brings you a steak, asks you how you want it cooked. She cooks on a little tiny grill. Delicious. Best steak I've ever had. And then, you know, you go back to the bedroom, do whatever you're going to do. And the uh, first couple of times, it took a while, you know. I mean, you know, took a while. Third time I get there, pick the same girl, same old routine. And she had a glass of ice water next to the bed. I didn't think anything about it. We're going. Next thing I hear that ice rattling. And then she had her finger in it. Sure as hell, she stuck that cold finger right up my ass. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest with you, I liked it. <laughs> so then we'll reverse it. And then the first the time... The ice he, was rattling. First time he tells the story, um, he, before that, like three hours later, or before that, I'm sorry, we were playing poker, big old table... My brother-in-law, Danny Manners, were there. We were a bunch of us were playing poker at, at Beaver Lake, catching, uh, getting ready to go on a uh, whatever the hell it was, fishing trip next day, striper fishing trip next day. And so it's like 10 o'clock. We're playing poker, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> but this is preceding the story. And so we're all playing, and he just he can hold his liquor for a little guy like you would not believe. And so he's eating Cheetos and everybody else goes to bed and it's me and him. And I'm like, well, I'm going to bed. And there are so, so many people in this cabin. I got, I was young back then. I got stuck with a cot next to the poker table. So, so was, you're like, I'm going to bed. See you. I'm and going, then you just laid down I'm, right there. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. I said, well, see, so I'm going to hit the bed here and, you big fucking pussy. I mean, God damn it. I said, they're coming to pick us up at 5.30 and it's 2. <laughs> okay, fine, that's fine, fucking pussy. And so, fine, call me that, whatever. So I go to bed. I'm like five feet from him. Everybody else is in bed an hour before at least. And um, there wasn't a glass of ice water sitting there. No, thank God. <laughs> that was a great, that would have been awesome. You heard the ice. Yeah. <laughs> I immediately broke into sweat. <laughs> Took off running. But um, he's sitting there by himself. He he called me, you know, every name in the book. Not really mad, but kind of disappointed. giving you shit. Yeah, because As one I does. mean, who wants to play poker with two people? And so you mean a two two in the morning poker game with two people wasn't fun? Yeah, with a three hour three and a half hour um, guide coming to pick you yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And so um, he's by himself, kind of pouting a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's old back then, but he's still yeah, see, tougher than the rest of us. That's what I'm saying. When you told the story back in the day, I was thinking 75, but he was probably 50. No, 55. no, no, no. He's probably 60 ish. Yeah. Close to 60. And so he uh, he's talking to himself, and he thinks I'm asleep. And he's got this little pot belly. And he's eating you've heard, Cheetos. You've heard this story, haven't you, Kelly? He's eating Cheetos. What story haven't I heard? And he drops. <laughs> yeah, really. 
<laughs> he drops the Cheeto and a bounce, and I'm I'm facing him asleep, kind of faking asleep, frankly. And I see it happen. It goes, <laughs> drops off his belly onto the floor, and then he um, looks down and he's on a roller chair, and he's like, hmm, talking to himself, hmm, I dropped my Cheeto. <laughs> And I'm too drunk to pick it up. <laughs> and then he leans back to get it, and he, the chair blows out, and he falls on the floor. I act like I'm still asleep. So therefore, his nickname from henceforth, and it still is to this day, Cheeto Coldfinger. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Best nickname in the world. As if Cecil Rash wasn't bad enough. <laughs> the poor bastard. No kidding. Cheeto Goodness. cold finger. You get that hot Cheeto dust on that finger and then stick it in the He's ice lucky. water look out. He's lucky it wasn't flaming hot. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You get the red dust to look out. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, the red for sure. The, yeah. the jalapeno, the green, is not bad. She's just got a little, little something. But I literally called him last week and that said red. I was doing this. And Fire in the I asked hole. if I could use his real name. He said, yeah, I'll give a fuck. <laughs> little does he know millions listen. Little does he know. He's probably a listener. He's hilarious. Cheeto Coldfinger. Oh, and also Sounds he like a guest. I'm his. Um, yeah. I'm in. Can you get him here? Oh my god. Yeah. Do you think you could get him here? Oh yeah. Well, let's hear, do it. I want to hear an Agent Orange story. Like, yeah, I want to hear some well, war stories yeah. from this dude. Well, this guy has never been married, and he's what seventy-seven. What? But he's had the same girlfriend for about living girlfriend for about twenty-five years, and he's Is been engaged. He's in, he's been engaged for over ten years, and. Every time I talk to him, his wife will get on there, Linda. My idol. She's my client, too. She'll get on there and say, well, you're still going to be our uh, ring bear. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> That's funny. They're never going to get married, but they're engaged. So there's no shame in his game. He can just say whatever he wants. No He's wife a straight care pimp. about anything. Nobody to How serious to. do you think you, can, you really could get him here? I guarantee We've you We've got to do it. We've got it. He's just in Topeka? Yeah. I guarantee you. Oh, I we gotta do it, man. That would be so fun. Oh, the guy's hilarious. You think he'd tell any war stories? Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet he's got a I bet he's just got a wealth of knowledge and stories. He knows a lot of people. Really? People like people. names we'd know, you think? Or yeah. That's cool. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Well, you got any stories? I ain't got no stories. You were wanting to tell one. Don't be shy. I have no stories. Kelly's got stories. I'm putting you on the spot, Kelly. What you got? I can tell you one story. It'd be a college story. Is that all right? A frat story. I'll allow it. Uh, kind of. Um, Man, I wish I would have went to college. It sounds fun. Me and a buddy of mine, we, we'd been on a, uh, it was probably a two or three nighter. And uh, <clears throat> we were at the Rocky Ford Tavern. You know where that was? Out by Tuttle Creek. Yeah, you guys are a couple of anyway, cats. Anyway, we'd, we'd been going. No, see, so so I don't mean to derail your story, but when I was at when I was at K State, I was only like twenty years old. I wasn't old enough to get the bars, so I kind of lived you, in a hole. They I really ate Hunan house and they really well, the, at home. They wouldn't let you all in. the Bible stories and or Bible studies. You in didn't have a fake ID. No, dude. Uh, so I went to some place. Like I went to Longhorns and watched uh, Boland and stuff back. You're right. Back in the day. Back right? then. This is like '05, but I wasn't quite old enough to go to Aggieville and get all the bars. Yeah, so this would have been in the early '90s. Yeah, but uh, we'd been and we'd been rolling, and we just decided we were, you know, we'd done everything in Aggieville, and we'd made our way out. There was there's a place called the River Rat Bait Shop, and this old guy would give you Budweiser singles all night long. So we'd always stop there and talk to the old River Rat, 
and it's, that, that's kind of a sad part of the story. But then, but we'd went on out to the Rocky Ford Tavern, and we were in my old '86 Thunderbird. And we get out there, big we're pimping, kind of a big kind pimping. of a rough crowd for me. You know, I'm a little guy. I'm not. I'm not. This really, is out by the lake. Oh yeah, you were out little, behind the. You were little out, back then. Oh well, yeah, just like I am now. 140 oh. pounds of twisted uh, steel. And 120. Sex Anyway, we got out there and we have a flat tire when we come out in the parking lot. And there's another T bird parked right beside us. Just begging for it. So we just get the jack out and we jack it up, take his tire off, put the flat tire back on his, (laughs) and put it on mine and take off. There's my story. I like it. I thought you were getting ready to tell another oh. version of Uneasy Rider. Uh, well, <laughs> no, it was uh, we. If we we'd have, we'd have been in big trouble if we'd have got caught doing that. That's hilarious. But we didn't dude. care at that point. So you didn't get caught. Just swapped him straight up. Swapped it, man. Just took it so off. So really, the no harm, same, no, same wheels and everything. No I mean, harm, no foul, because he probably never knew. You right. know, he, he probably thought he got a flat. Come back and he had a flat well, tire. Well, he just thought he got a flat though. You know what's funny is he probably fucking done it to you, and you were like, "Fuck." Yeah, I don't know. But that would that's be true. That's, that's probably justice. the only one of the only stories that I'd be willing to tell that anybody could hear. Yeah, <laughs> I've got I got another. So I love a good story hour. My um, fresh well, when I graduated from college, my sisters all got to go where you know I had five older sisters. They got to go wherever they wanted. They were spoiled, weren't they? Yeah, they got I, to go wherever the hell they wanted. Yeah, not like I poor mean old within you. reason. And um, so. My dad was an educator. He was superintendent Parsons, you know, and all that. And I thought, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I, you're a big shit. Not really. But, I mean, little, I should have known looking back on it. Grades were bad. Not good at all in high school. What, Very, was, what was higher, your GPA or your BAC? BAC. Nice. Yeah. And so um, I had this conversation as I was graduating from high school, I still remember it very well. Like it was yesterday at the dinner table with mom and dad. And I said, well, I think I'm going to go to Springfield, Missouri state. It was south of Missouri state back then. And my dad lit, I mean, audibly laughed. (laughs) (laughs) Classic dad. Rain on the parade. You're great. And I said, what do you mean? He said, your grades are horrible. Period. I'm like, Hmm. Hard to argue with that. And so don't he said, me. Don't we, confuse that, me with facts. Yeah. So that dinner we had that, uh, that night, I'll never forget it. Um, he was like, you have to have a 3.0 after you stay at home one year at Missouri Southern and Joplin. Okay, fine. So I did. And, and I got that easily. But then, um, that, that same year people, my friends had gone off to different colleges, a lot of them. But good old Miller, he he stayed there with me, you know. He was, of course, he was on a bright fight. So you were a you were a lion for a year. Yeah. Okay. And my buddy uh, that ended up transferring with me to Missouri State the next year, he stayed and because he was on actual scholarship and actually making money in his pocket besides what he was doing, you know, besides them paying everything. So we we were kind of like the hangers on, you know. after high school the has-beens yeah has-beens that never were mm-hmm. and a lot of people were gone well here everybody comes back for christmas you know so all right party time and um this one girl that was still in high school had a party her parents were out of town freezing cold outside over christmas break 
in town in Carl Junction. Miller and I are working this stop sign out in front of her house, back and forth, back and forth. Wait, what? Oh, oh, okay. Ripping a stop sign yeah. down. Yep. Idiots, you know. Mm-hmm. And it slipped out of my hand, and it. And Miller's a freaking. He's built like a V. He played Missouri Southern uh, football, Missouri Southern as a lineman, and so came slipped out of my hand and smacked him in the nose, busted his nose so bad. So we had to go in the house. And then a couple of other friends went and got the sign, brought it in. And then the cops show up at this, at this party. So everybody disperses, you know, it's in town. There's an alley out back and there's a hedgerow. It's about eight feet tall of bushes. I'm scrambling Kelly through there. Kelly seems like he knows the story. I'm scrambling through there on my hands and knees. And then I go hide behind a little garage in an alley. And then everybody kind of reconvenes, you know, 20 minutes later. And I show up and I've got baby shit all over me. Baby, baby I crawled, shit? I crawled through diapers. Like someone had thrown them out. Somebody had thrown out diapers on, in the heard, alley. How have I never heard this story? I don't know. Damn, it's not exactly dude. a proud father-son moment, I guess. <laughs> and I have baby crap on my jeans. There's no getting out of that. Yeah, there's no getting out of that. So one. you can't back this out of that chick one. that's having the party, Misty Vansickle. Shout out Misty out in South Carolina. Beep. Um, beep. She, <laughs> she, her mother's a large woman. Also beep. <laughs> and she, <laughs> she. I had to do something about this situation. I had shit all over me. Right. And so, she gives me her. Large mother's large velvet <laughs> sweatsuit to wear for the rest of the night while my clothes are in the, in the washing and At dryer. At least she velvet. started the washer, though. That yeah. was nice. Of and her. so I'm wearing a women's sweatsuit the rest of the night. But you can spin that, you know. <laughs> you can kind of spin that into a... I'm like Polly Walnuts from yeah. Sopranos. If you had like a cigar... It so wait a minute, it's baby shit. So. Could have come off he as like a, a Hugh Hefner Yeah, deal. so is that why everyone calls you mustard seed now? <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> oh, that's why. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, that was it. That's hilarious. Was it soft? Oh, it's very Not the mushy. shit. The, I'm talking about the velvet suit. Well, uh, if, I, if, if it was socially acceptable for me to be draped in velvet at all times, I would do it. Is it freeing? Beautiful. What is Beautiful. that? Velvet. What is that? Velvet? Jerry and, and George Costanza. No, that's a, a coming to America. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is beautiful. But also, George Costanza on Seinfeld, he said, he had an ongoing joke where he <clears throat> gave up what he cared about looking like. And so he said, I'm just going to wear velvet sweatsuits all the time. <laughs> and he would always, and Jerry would always interrupt and say, I know if it was socially acceptable, you would be draped in velvet. <laughs> I love it. I guarantee you, Ike's probably never seen it. No. Have you ever watched, you never got into Seinfeld? I've never watched it in order. I've caught episodes here and there. Gotcha. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's kind of like Cheers. I want to like it because of the... Uh, but it loses something in the translation over just, time. Cheers just, is great. Yeah. I don't think... I, I like it, but I know. I don't think Seinfeld meh. loses something. I can, think, hey, I I think Cheers does. I don't think Seinfeld does. Mm-hmm. The comedy in that's brilliant. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, I, I love a good Kramer. I think Kramer's a good character. You know, how could you not like him? I'm a big uh, Office guy. 
And maybe when I'm older, Office will be like Cheers and no See, one will give I a never, shit. I never got into Office. Did you ever watch it? I loved it. Because the thing is, it's one of those shows that you can go about it two ways. You can go about it as like, I'm just going to watch it when it's on. <clears throat> and you can kind of get a good laugh out of just any episode in any order. And it's funny. And it's like a little sitcom and it's it's good. You don't want any of that Colt 45, Kelly? I'm good. I don't want to take his drink Are you away. still... Let's get a halfway point. Is it still a four or did it bump its way up? Yeah. Half, is there less than zero? Well, you mean you're zero to ten, so you can go less down. Less than zero. It went down. Shocking. Well, anyway, The Office, you can watch it and you can... Uh, you can you can watch it randomly and think it's hilarious, but if you watch it in order, it's one of those shows that you don't have to pay attention to, whatever. But if you do, you catch a lot of little shit. Yeah, definitely. Like See, you catch a lot of little inside jokes and like little jokes about that a side comment about a character backs. that you'll only understand if you know that character. It's fucking hilarious. See, dude. I've never. I think maybe it passed me by as far as my time of television watching because it seems like i've i've watched clips i've watched it's parts so of episodes funny, and stuff dude. on the internet right. or whatever so like i get the humor and it's it's quite the dry humor and breaking the fourth wall and all that yeah like it's it's really funny the things i see it's innovative i uh it just wasn't my slot of when i watch tv like i don't even watch television anymore which, i can tell because you call it television yeah, well, I mean, I'm trying to I hear put you. in layman's terms, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, when I can say, oh yeah, I love Seinfeld, I've watched every episode, but I skip The Office, obviously I don't watch TV anymore. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, I don't have a claim to fame, but I am proud of this one line that I had one time. Because, um, God, I'm so old. So this is 1995. I started at Farm Bureau and um, 94, 95. And we used to have this thing where we would do the seminar for the agents. And I was an ingester. And the agents only went to the meeting because they would get continuing ed credits. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, why would they bother, you know? Yeah. And so, but the agents were cool guys. I loved them and, and women. And they were all cool guys and gals or whatever. But I was brand new and I was scared to death. And But I still had my sense of humor. And so... I was on the job about three or four months and my job was talk about the most boring subject. So I got up there and, and was ready to talk about it. But my coworkers and my boss didn't know me that well. Cause I'd only been on the job about three months. They knew I was a little bit of a smart ass or whatever, but my boss was Marv Decker who I was the best boss, man. He was awesome. Marv. Yeah. He was awesome. Classic. Casey's dad. It's, Casey's dad? Yeah. Yeah. Marv Decker. And so he um, he got up there and kind of rattled me a little bit. And I was going to act like I was nervous, even though I'm not afraid of public speaking. But I was going to act nervous, and it's part of my joke, you know. And um, I got up there. I was getting ready to get up there, and Marv kind of threw me off. He said, well, our next guy is new to the group and this is Zach Ryder and this is like 19 like I said 94 or whatever five you could say things like this at the time and there were there was a mixed company there were women agents and men male and female agents and Marv said 
Yeah, well, welcome our newest member of the team, Zach Reitemeyer. Um, interesting fact about Zach, he's ambidextrous. He likes men and boys. <laughs> <laughs> and so it actually front, did kind of rattle me. In front of how many people? Probably 80. So you're oh, shook nice, at this point. Dude. Yeah, so it kind of fit in with my little did, shtick that I was doing. That's... So I get up there, I'm like... And then I have these cards, it index fit in cards. With your sh- that's this is pre pre uh, PowerPoint. So I had these index cards, and I my whole joke was to act like I was nervous anyway, right? And then act like I was an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting and forget it. And so I got up there and I said, "Thanks, Marv. Uh, my name." And I shuffled through my cards like I was nervous and faking it, and I said. Uh, my name is Zach, and I'm an alcoholic. And then it was just dead silence. Nobody <laughs> laughed for a, a, a very awkward what amount of time. What felt like a lifetime. So it's like it is probably really, five seconds. Yeah, and really then everybody started roaring laughing. Yeah. And then everybody thought it was funny. But anyway, the reason I bring it up is because Meredith in the office, who is an alcoholic mm-hmm. in that show, had that same line in the like 10 years oh later. Oh my gosh, it's so I was funny. like, damn it, that's my so line. So they stole it. They stole my They material. heard about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they did. So one of the writers was in that audience. Obviously. Probably. That's freaking hilarious, <laughs> dude. The office, oh my gosh, so many. I could I could just sit here and do office one-liners all night. <laughs> did you ever watch it much? Just a few episodes. Um, so you didn't really get into it? Nah. Oh God, it's so good. You got to look past like the cringy Michael. There's a lot of cringe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just can't be, you can't take yourself too serious if you're watching it. It's, ah, it's hilarious. Well, I was talking about Miller earlier, and um, in high school with the stop sign, that dude, mm-hmm. the baby diaper and everything, <laughs> uh, he's in a lot of my, you know, stories. And so, oh, and we're still friends to this day, and Miller, we're going to his son's wedding next weekend. We need to get him on here too. He's hilarious. Him and Cecil. I got a couple people I need you to get <laughs> so that we can have some good episodes. Definitely. But old Miller, um, he, 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 and I and this buddy of mine, Steve Dryden, back in Joplin, back in high school, the thing was, you know, like Carl or Parsons was, you know, cruise main. I don't know. Right. That was probably. Before your time, right? No, no, Rock. no. We still did. We still did the cruise thing. Did Rock's you? forty-eight. <laughs> He's not forty-eight. <laughs> not forty-eight. We cruised. We we did not cruise in Parsons. Like yeah. our whole car, it was weird. Like the whole Lebec County crowd. We went to Oswego. Okay, which is so even dumber. But <laughs> yeah, well, you know, sure, cruise from sure. Sonic, which doesn't exist anymore, to I know up there a little bit north of Trotnix and turn around. There you where go. Where the four lane ends, and that was it. Right. Find where the party is, and then disappear. Well, everybody from where I grew up in Carl Junction and, and then also, of course, Webb City and Joplin, we cruised Maine. And so we were cruising, three buddies, and we had a couple stories there. But one of them was um, there was this Anderson's ice cream place on South Maine in, in Joplin. And then this house next door, which the guy lived in, he was Mr. Anderson. He owned Anderson's ice cream. And it was after hours, so it was probably 11 o'clock, and we were cruising by. And we'd just gone in and got some ice cream with some girls and stuff. And then we were cruising. I like how you snuck that in. Yeah. 
and we were cruising and um you could see you know his he had like his front door was open you know screen door and oh this is fucking funny. so stupid lucky i didn't get shot so i was like i'm gonna run through their house so my friends steve <laughs> dryden was driving his dad's car his cool car and miller was in the front seat and i jump out and i said go around to the alley and so i ran through their house and he just said, what the hell? And he looked at me, and he's in his <laughs> recline on every seat. He said, what the hell? And then I ran, and the freaking uh, had to go through the kitchen door, and his wife was doing dishes, and the thing was locked. And then there was, like, also some other weird lock on top, and I had to... Oh, God. And he was coming toward me, and I barely got out. He's probably grabbed the kitchen knife from the wall. No shit. What an idiot. Well, nowadays, you would probably get shot. I know. Stupid. That's hilarious, though. Ran that's through good the house. Stuff. And then another Main Street story was... Um, Just good, clean family fun. That's right. There was another time, same three guys, me, Miller, and Steve Dryden. And Steve's dad was an oral surgeon in Joplin, and all he did was... Um, uh, Steve Miller. Yeah. No, Steve, no, no, not him. <laughs> oh, yeah, Steve and Miller. No, different guy. And, and Steve's dad was loaded. And so we were cruising around in Audi all the time. As and, one does. Yeah, as one does with the sunroof and all that. Well, then Friday night, we were in my 79 Mercury Monarch, same three guys, no reaction with these same exact three girls in a car at the stoplight, as opposed to the next Saturday or next night, which was Saturday, different reaction when we were in a cooler car. And so I was like, screw those, you know. They didn't like us last those night, what? but all of a sudden, them, they them like us now. <laughs> them snitches. <laughs> yeah. And so um, they said, yeah, yeah. And Miller said, hey, you want to meet us at Hardy's? Yeah. So we, and Steve, I said, hey, we go over to this grocery store. I'm like, why? We're getting ready to meet them. I said, just go. I got to go in there. I get a bunch of dog biscuits. I didn't tell these guys. So then we pull up to them. I said, remember us? And they're like, yeah, because we just saw you, you know. And I just started throwing dog biscuits at them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we weren't good enough last night. Yeah, we're out tonight. <laughs> they were both pissed. You blew it. You blew it. I know. He has standards. Well, yeah, some people do. We're not all Brock. So. No standards. Let's take a word from our sponsors. All right, we're back. Final segment. Man, that Casey's pizza, dude. I'm burping it up. It's tasting pretty good, though, the second time. That Casey's pizza's a- good. Your mic's not down yet, Big Z. <laughs> I haven't had a piece yet. You haven't? Dude, no. I, we've been eating out way too much, man. Do you guys get in those spurts where you kind of... Yeah. Like me and Cameron will be like, we got to start cooking more. We'll cook for like a week, and then we like eat out for like two weeks, and we're like, okay. It's bad. We do really good, but then like you eat out every once in a while. It's like, holy crap, this stuff is so expensive. Oh, it's bad. Depends you, on where I mean, you go. It doesn't but- matter where you go. I mean, it'll get worse, but nothing's good. It's crazy how Except the old $6 cheeseburgers on Mondays. Oh, yeah, them are awesome. A little sawmill grill. We'll free free shout-out. You see, if you move back in with your parents, your mom cooks every night. Well, I'm married with a kid, so probably not going to do that. But I would love to. Maybe I can get a to-go box. I second that emotion. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't married. You ain't <laughs> you, coming back. You don't want me? You're gone. I remember when I moved out of... Uh, I was like 
18. I think I was 18, uh, 17 I, or 18. And, you and weren't Dad even out of high school. cut me off of the uh, health insurance. Yeah, he's out. How all old? My, all How my, old? 18. All my friends are like, yeah, dude, I'm still on mom's health yeah, insurance until I'm 26. Say, yeah, doesn't the law say 26? He lies. Thank you, Obama. No, no, you can be. You don't have to be. And I'm like, well, Dad told me that if I could afford to live on my own, that I could afford my own health insurance. I ain't been on that shit for... But I think you know that you did not get cut off because of your... I got cut off because I had a broken your, arm, and you said, tough, kid. How about <laughs> I'm your, just kidding. I was going to say, how about your little incident? <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't bad. <laughs> I got taken care of. <laughs> hey, I got eating out, The eating out me. is bad, though. I, Dude, we, we... But you do find some good places. We ate at Brick and Mortar. Have you ever been to Brick and Mortar in Pittsburgh? I have not. I absolutely love it. Oh, it's so good, dude. Where's it at? In Pittsburgh. Fourth and Broadway. I know, but where? Uh, oh, and yeah, Fourth and Broadway, right across from uh, like the college, not dorms, but like they're catering to college kids. I, you helped rebuild that place. Yeah, we remodeled it when I was working uh, yeah, construction. Pop, yeah, their pot pie. Oh, it's so good. Oh, that pot pie. Are you serious? Nice. Oh, yeah. Are you making fun no, of me? People make fun it. of me because I get chicken pot pie no, at restaurants. That, that Dude, it is, is so good. For. It is really? so good. The first time I went there, I got a chicken pot pie and a blue moon, dude. I came home, my ass was asleep before I even hit the pillow. See, that's something I would Put never that order at restaurants. Sleep. Like, hey, give me the pot pie. Well, oh, they're, they're, uh, they're seared tunas. How do you pronounce it? Ceviche? I have no idea. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, with tuna, it's seared tuna. It's raw. Cervici, I think is how you pronounce it. Could and be. And it has a million different vegetables in it and vinegar and that place is oil badass. and it's you know, with tortilla fresh chips tuna. and it's raw yeah, mm. fresh tuna seared. Oh god. It's they've got like a tuna. full it's almost on, raw. They've got a full on big ass like Buffalo Wild Wings bar. It is a cool place. So we went there it? for a friend's birthday. But that's close to like Fifth Street Bar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we went there for a friend's birthday Fourth and had and dinner Broadway. and then ended up walking distance to like three other bars. Right. Well, yeah, I've, been there, right I've there. been there probably 15 times. It's awesome. So good. Pit, pit uh, bars, they're a different atmosphere. Guarantee. Like, that's where we we got down the whole time, you know? Because you had, well, just back when we were going yeah, to college, back in the pit you know, because JB's was there, 505 was there. It's not JB's anymore. I think they call it the pit. They still got yeah, 505, though. Five hundred five still there. Yep. Is the pit now? The Fifth Street good. was there. Is Fifth Street still around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we eat there once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Is it? And they had the like halfway through college, they had the upper deck. They were the second story or whatever. And they the had upper deck. All the could be, <laughs> but they Not had all the again. kegs with. You know, there was like thirty fucking kegs with all these different flavors up there with all the all the uh, IPAs or whatever. That you could get at. I was never into that deal, but I wonder if they had a Voodoo Ranger. I highly doubt it. <laughs> could have, could have though. Probably before its time. But you go there for, uh, holy shit, it was like ninety nine cent tacos or whatever the hell it was on like Taco Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Nice, cheap tacos. You go there and eat. Like, oh, give me ten. Yeah, I'll make it. Day, but <laughs> give me just ten. get after it. I'll need them in the morning. I'm gonna bring up a hot topic that uh, it was predetermined. Three artists that died. Oh, we never did that, did we? Oh, before we their never time. did the. Oh my gosh! And I'm gonna hit it right now. Okay, let me give a little. Hold on, let me give a little prefix to everybody. We're gonna do three artists that died too young. Yes. So should we go? Everyone gives all their three, or we all give? We do one, 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 two, 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 three, three, three. Kind of go in order. Once. No. I think we should do one at a time. All right. 
Let's do one at a time. So each, there's likely to be some crossover. Yeah, that's each what, person oh, has their turn. Each person has go in reverse order. Our last one is your biggest. You wish you could have them back. Starting at three. Okay. Big Z, go ahead. Died Ron, too young. This is since this is my third. I mean, my number one. I'm not going there. No, no. You go three, two, okay. one. Yep. Uh, Ronnie Van Zant. Don't nice. even know who it is. Lead what? singer, Lead singer for Skinner. Yeah, for, uh, for Leonard Skinner. And so he was only 29 when he died. I just marked that on my notes here. Yep. And um, he a, had a... That's a good choice. Yeah, he had premonitions of this happening. I've watched a lot, a lot of what happened? a couple documentaries. Not premonitions of him specifically dying in a plane crash, but... Premonitions of him not making it past 28 is what he always said. He True rock star. True yeah. rock star. And then um, there were... Oh, interesting story on that. I almost forgot this. My old science, my old biology teacher who went on to get his PhD in... Mr. Teach, Joseph? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, Mr. Mike Lawson. And you don't have to edit that. He'll be proud of it. Um, from Carl Junction... He's now a PhD and teaches at Missouri Southern. And he went to high school in Miami. Miami, sorry, Oklahoma. Two of the six people that died in that plane were, um, one was a classmate of his and one was two years young, older. Because Chris Gaines and his sister, I can't remember her name. Chris Gaines was the lead guitarist for Led Zeppelin, or for Led Zeppelin, for uh, Leonard Skinner. Graduated from Miami High School, and his older sister was two years older. So Led Zeppelin, damn it, I keep saying Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. Wasn't Chris had, Gaines Garth Brooks' alter ego? No, I don't think so. That was <laughs> anyway. that was another one. But yeah, so from Leonard Skinner. Two of them that died in that plane are from Miami, Oklahoma. That's nuts. I know. And the lead lead guitarist was Chris Gaines, and he he joined them after about two years on after they got popular. But yeah, so that's mine. I mean, the lead lead singer for Linda Skinner. That's underrated to me. Taken too soon. Oh my God, I love that that guy. If you watch a documentary on him. He was just so down to earth. He would come back home to uh, yeah, Florida, he was. He Jacksonville, was really, really normal out in the country, and they still recorded in a place just like this where we're sitting. This nice? Not even this nice. But they didn't Damn. have any air conditioning. It was a swamp, and then between recordings, they'd go out and catfish, and they would eat catfish at night. And where their where their practice studio was, yeah. where they rehearsed yeah. for all their gigs, they'd like they when started they first it started, there, yeah, and they just stayed going there. Yeah, they they wake up in the morning, they'd play music from when they got up to whatever hour of the night, and just yep, and that's how a, they got it good. It was a shithole. Yeah, so that's mine. Anyway, all right, it's gonna be a miracle if we don't have any duplicates. I know, but I hope we do. I hope we don't. That's why I, mean, I threw that one out. Right, I hope we don't I bet it's though. Not. I hope we don't. It'd be really cool if we all had our own. I have backups. But uh, Kelly, number three. Otis Redding. Oh, nice. I didn't know he died young. He did. He was 26 or 27. That amazes me. And the Forever funny thing is, of course, we all know his famous song, don't we? Doc of the Bay. We don't have video camera. There you go. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Sitting on the dock of the bay. Yep, that's good. Good he tune. He died before that song was even released. Really? So, so it was right it, in the middle of the shit. It became number one after on the Billboard 100 or whatever it was wow. after he died. Really? Wow. Amazing. That's a damn good song. Mm-hmm. That's just like a drinking beer, fishing, hanging out, or like on the on the lake song. That's a good tune. Hmm. All right. I didn't. I you know. I honestly didn't know he died young. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I never. How, looked did you say twenty six? Damn, real fucking young. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go. Go ahead and tell me I'm a basic white girl, Keith Whitley. No. Too young. How Keith old? Whitley. Yeah, that's money. How I mean, old? I don't know. Too young. That's all that matters. I didn't Google it ahead of time. I just know he's way young. Yeah, dude. Twenties. Maybe 30s. It, no, he he was older than 20s. He got murdered way too young. 30s then. It wasn't 40s. Go, let's get a Google going. I'll get it. But, I mean, you talk I'm about... Oh, dude. He doesn't have that many songs. He's always been one of your favorites. I mean, talk if, about a guy. He will absolutely rip your heart out and just shit on it. Put you in a hurt locker. If you get, if you get in the wrong mood. Him and Gary Allen, you don't listen to after six beers. You will be depressed. He was 35. See? That's too young. Too young. And, and you know, if he would have lived to be 60, you think George Strait's any good? Fuck George Strait. He ain't wrote any of his songs. Keith Whitley would have been the man. Yeah. Keith A hundred really number like, ones. I'm all about some Keith. Not to mention the mullet. A hundred number ones. The mullet. Oh. Forget about it. Yeah, he's got that Porter Wagner perm going on. Mm-hmm. That's Dude, legit. Was, Conway Twitty. Yeah. That's a nice Did, choice. So he ended up drowning, right? Yeah, drowning in a bottle. Drowning in He got fucking killed. The bottle or what? No, he got murdered. By no, Jack he got Daniels? murdered no, Lori Morgan. That bitch. Yeah, it's her fucking fault. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get a season desist from her lawyers. <laughs> She's as bad as fucking Miranda uh, Lambert. Miranda Lambert, so don't <laughs> don't even give me that. Hey, Keith and Lori. Keith and Lori were the uh, Evan and Miranda of back in That's the day. That's exactly they? what it was. History repeats itself, doesn't it? Yes. All right. What's your number three? Number three. Okay, I got a list here. Oh, I'm he's prepared. got a notepad for the people listening at home. So straight from the paper, tell us. I do. So can I have an outside looking in? Yes. I mean the fourth. Oli. Obviously, Oli. Um, Oli. Lane Staley. Ooh, number favorite song? Lead singer of Alice Chains. Rooster? Are you basic? I don't know. It's probably Nutshell. Okay. Okay. Wood. I really like Wood, but mm, that's why I heard about you. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. do love Wood. That's where I got the. You are. You that's are. Where my reputation you, comes from. As well as Ty, are very comfortable in your sexuality, and I really respect that. Yes, I promise. Okay, so that's Oli. Number three. Oh, that was. The OLI, okay. That's outside looking okay. in. Okay, yeah. So I've got to get up to your guys' level. Here's number three. Number three is Chris Cornell. Mm. Why you he was a little bit that? older. Soundgarden's lead singer. Okay. I Do mean, you know how old when he died? Man, he had to been he had to be around 50. So still too young. Had some good stuff to give. Mm-hmm. I feel he like really I can good, break so, out some top 40 shit right so now. So when he... Top 10. Yeah, all I of was his stuff. You know, he started doing all this acoustic, all these acoustic tours, and 
playing all these songs and everything on his own. Yeah. And it was badass on tour and everything like that. And they just, uh, the rumor is, you know, killed himself or whatever. Yeah. That's what they want you to think. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, gone too soon. So mm-hmm. I don't All know right. exactly how old he was. Round two. Jim Morrison, The Doors. <gasps> was that a duplicate, Kelly? Nope, so I got to be. 27 years old. But I, I did think about that. Died, Man. Died in Paris. I love Do you know how, how, did he, how did he die? Overdose. What a way, though. Them guys were wigged out all the time. I friggin' love the Doors so much. I mean, I liked them. That guy was a poet. I mean, he was a he was incredible. Anyway, I'll I'll just stop that. I digress. Yep, I digress. Kelly, what you got for number two? Vincent Van Gogh. I didn't stick to just music. Well, aren't you out of the box? Out of the box for an artist. Yeah. You, you know, know who needs artist. extra credit? You, you just said artist. So. Hey, extra credit for you. And also, who needs two ears? Exactly. So, how old was he? Uh, he died of a gunshot wound at age thirty-seven. Took his own life. Oh, yeah, he he okay. He Ironically, had... he did not hear it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Yoink! <laughs> so, you're a big fan. You're a big Vince fan. No, I don't know as I'm a big fan. It, the thing is, is the whole question he, on the artist He died too thing. soon. Died too soon. He died too soon. That's and, true. And, he is, and, and he's famous. He did a lot of, of great works. You know, I'm, I like, am I in that into... I like the outside of the box paintings, thinking. But yeah. He's you know, an artist. As growing up, you know, in school, you're like, oh, it's a Van Gogh. Right. He's an artist, famous artist or whatever. I always thought he was way like older than than what he actually was because you look at old artists that are actually famous it's like oh it's a picasso right right you know ancient you know 1600s 1700s type artists but he was quite young compared to most famous Uh, artists correct i want to think wasn't he he died in like 1890 not that long ago yeah, I mean, if that you was, think about it, it really wasn't that long. Ago. That was in the grand like, scheme of things, that's not that long ago. That was like three years before I beat the shit out of the guy in the convertible. <laughs> but, but not only was he a great painter, he was a prolific letter writer. And really? they letter had, writer? What do you mean? Like he wrote letters to who? To I, I Why guess didn't about, he just text him? about which one his, was his favorite about his life, a, B, and they C. used these letters to interpret what a lot of his paintings meant later. Because he was, I think, he was mentally troubled. Most artists are. Not me. Totally stable. <laughs> That's what they say. All right, hey. my number two. What? Oh, you need a beer? Yeah, double shot of vitamin Z, please. It's okay to ask for it. You don't have to be sly. My I just number two. Be family Stone. My number two, Tupac. Oh, nice. Shout out Dylan Vitt. Wish you were here. Yeah. You guys like, do you know Tupac? Dear Mama? Uh, you know. Keep your head up. That's why I never hang out with, with I know Biggie who he Smalls. is, but I, don't, I wouldn't say I ever, ever listened to any of his music, no. Died too young, and such an interesting story. That I don't was. know if they've made a movie about it yet, but I'm assuming it's coming. Oh, I'm sure they made several that were terrible, but... Why well, make it before he dies? Movie. I don't think he's dead. Ooh. Chime in there. Why? A little interesting. You don't, think, you don't think Suge Knight had anything to do with it? You think, think that's a front man? Con- or a, uh, he and Biggie. Really? Oh, yeah. Someone was just recently arrested in connection with Tupac's murder, like within the last yeah, month. Yeah, I, did. And I, I wish that. Vit was here because I guarantee he knows what I'm he talking about. He knows what's up. I guarantee he could 
have some real yeah. insider shit, but that's He's my number that. two. No, that's good. Go ahead. If we get to number one and no one said my number I one, already have I'm going to shit all over I my britches. I told bridges. you before and I'm not going to ruin it. Don't There's ruin no it. There's no chance. Number one's going to be the same for everyone. Anyway, my number two is Jimi Hendrix. You mother Ooh, scratcher. nice, dude. No lefty. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I'm a guitarist. I guess you'd call me a guitarist. Yeah, it was my but next anyway, one. I play guitar, so like In Jimmy. Old, he was a lefty. Yeah, he's a lefty for sure. How old? 27. 27. Man, that's a he's magic number. Forever 27. That club. was yours too, Z? You know yeah. all about the, You can jump in on this. Then. But no, you know no. all about the Forever 27. Yeah, there's millions of them. Not millions, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, but he's his his influence on, on Janis Joplin, rock and roll, on music, on everything, and even if you dive into just like normal people that listen to music or whatever, you dive into guitar theory and the way play people play guitar and things that are based off of Jimi Hendrix. It's unbelievable if you go into like the Chili Peppers and oh some God. of their stuff yeah. and Pearl Jam, like Yellow Ledbetter. That's Jimi Hendrix based. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, or Under the Bridge. It's all Jimi Hendrix style. They're like, oh, I was listening to Jimi Hendrix, so I, this is the riff I came up with. Yeah. Like, the way he played guitar just changed everything. He just played with everything. Ooh. Yeah, and it was so different. Like, he, it was so different the way he did play guitar, his approach, his everything, is, and it changed rock and roll forever back yeah. then. Well, you did steal mine for sure. You can stay. You can you can roll with and it. That's all right. I'm going to say Janis Joplin. So your number one was Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. So I also absolutely love Janis Joplin. She was good. How old? Twenty seven. Yep. She was mm, in the club. Something's going on here. Yeah. And weird that, that chick. Oh man. Okay, let me think about this. Oh no, no, it's not somebody I know personally. Anyway, so. Um, Janis Joplin, she was from Texas. She was an old country girl. And she just didn't really care about anything. And she rolled through and she became famous in spite of herself, I think. Because she just, everything just came to her and she was like, yeah, oh, okay, cool. I guess I'm at, I'm at, uh, what, what is the, uh, oh my God, the famous festival. Totally losing Woodstock. Woodstock. Oh, I was gonna say. Oh yeah, Katie just kind of just rolled on Katie. upon her. Oh yeah, I'm Katie out. Days. <laughs> Katie days. Katie days. I think it was uh, Parsons. Flag days, Altamont. Yeah, <laughs> small town pride. But I mean, she just kind of just shit just kind of. Oh, here I am, you know. And that's how she was. I mean, I I absolutely love everything about her and her raw <laughs> voice because she had a rough talk raw about voice. growl. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Oh man, she was like to me more on steroids. Yeah, it was kick ass, really. Yeah, and and I loved everything about her. So anyway, that's one. That's your number one. Well, it was Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix. Hendrix. Yeah. That's all right. Kelly, what's your number one? Uh, Bob Marley. Mm, nice, nice dude. Thirty six years old. Was he really? Really? But I uh, had no idea, dude. I thought he was. I thought he. he just, I just he assumed down. he lived to be old. Just, mm -hmm. just made ma what a made pimp, you want to be on the islands. Oh, just, just smoking a doobie. And then his son. I don't, out I don't the keys. do that, but yeah. And then his oh, son. But even if you don't, it makes you want to. And his yeah, son Ziggy so. Marley was a player course, for uh, University of Miami. 
Of course his son's name was Ziggy. The Hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he a running back? Is that right? I don't know. Smoking a doobie on the his island. Son, of playing, all thing, a musician. Playing the... Your son uh, ends up being Division One football player. Hear they, me out. Smoking a doobie on the islands. Playing the... Uh, mandolin? No, what's the... With Ukulele? the bumps? You, you rub a... You rub Xylophone? The Is that what it is? Is that, no... Like the the board, you know the what I mean? Washboard? Yeah, like a washboard. Like Michael know, Scott does it on The Office. Well, that's the. I don't know. What anyway, an island instrument. Xylophone. Something like that. The interesting thing about his damn, death I did not know he died young. That's crazy. They found a malignant <laughs> tumor under his toenail, what? and he would not let them remove the whole toenail, and that's eventually what killed him. His toenail. An Achilles heel, if you will. Achilles toenail, I guess. <laughs> oh. Toe, toe cancer. Mm-hmm. Classic story. I did not know he died that young. That's crazy. Bob Marley From died 36. Under his toenail? Dude, I am glad you brought that up. That's crazy. I had no idea. I, th- I just assumed he... Why wouldn't he let him cut it off? I don't know. I, you know. His god damn no clue. vanity. Yeah. I right. guess. I'm going to say it. Number one. Jim Croce. <laughs> Don't laugh and disrespect him. Box number I just, 10. I didn't think that's where you were going. Time Box in a number, bottle. Time in a bottle. Time in a bottle. Box number 10. Uh, tomorrow's a new day or whatever. Bad, tomorrow's going to be a Leroy new day. Brown. I sang Time in a Bottle my eighth grade year at music contest. And can you believe, can you believe what? that? I can believe it. Yeah. What? Can you believe you hey, were still single back hey, then? Hey, you know my one of my favorite songs of all time? Operator. Operator. Oh, dude. It's Too soon. Looked like he was 110 years old, but he, he was young. So young. How old did you say he was? I don't know. I, oh. think, I didn't look it I, up. I think 29. Yeah, he was young. Real young. He looked very old. Looked old as shit. Had the mustache of a young Brock Vollmer. Mm-hmm. But uh, my mustache days are over. All in all, too young. It's crazy. I was going to say Kanye. But then people were going to say, why? He's not dead. And I'm going to say, doesn't matter. <laughs> Even if Elizabeth Hunter is too young. Kanye. <laughs> Who's your number one, Brock? Ye. Yay. Yay? Yay's taken. Is that what it is? No, it's taken. Oh. My number one, it's undisputed. There's no argument. It's I'm, number I'm one. I'm arguing. It's Jim Crush. No. There's, there's one number one. It's a clear number one. It'll never change. It's Kurt Cobain. Oh, my God, yes. Man. What he meant to, and maybe it's my my age, my generation, no. but what he meant to everything. I'm older than you, and I still. What he meant to music then, now, yep. everything. God love his cardigans. Oh, man, just the riffs, the, the music, how simple everything was, but yet how Another lefty, by the way. Was. Yes, absolutely. Only the best. <laughs> Dude, I was obviously, well, I, I guess maybe not obviously, by the way, Ike paints me, but too young him? to remember too much of when he died. Cause I was, right. I was just You're a little, old as fuck. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was just a little guy because he died in 94, but, you know, I was like a fourth grader. Yeah. I was and a think fourth, of all the generations afterwards, like his... Foo Fighters and stuff like that that came from him. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. And, I mean, 
he just influenced everything, man. It's David crazy. Grohl. Yeah. yeah. Grohl was in his band and yep. it's unbelievable. Just the short amount of time he lived, he's another one forever 27 club. And mm-hmm. so many of them, 27. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I, remember, young. I remember being that age. And when I turned 28, I was like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was like, obviously I'm not fucking good enough to die at 27. But at the same time, you're like, damn, I didn't really make it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Thank God I made it. But damn, I wasn't good enough. I didn't really make it. <laughs> it's too bad. But I don't, I don't, that's a, to me, that's a clear number one. I don't, you know, I, I really know thought I was going to get a bunch of duplicates. I'm proud of everybody's diversity. There wasn't one, I had the one, duplicate, one duplicate with you. Well, I had Croce, and then you and I had... Was Croce... Where was he on your number, on oh, your stat, stats? I had three Jims. Jimi Hendrix, Jim Croce, and Jim Morrison. Those are my original three. Who was number one, though? Morrison. See, Jim... Just stuck. JC. I mean, I had more OLIs, but I didn't even share them. Oh, I had a bunch of them, too. I only had three, man. How about Shannon Hoon? Who in the hell is that? Shannon who? Hoon. H-O-O-N. You ever heard of the group Blind Melon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, now I know where you're at. But they only had one song. I was going to say, yeah, but Reaching. That's right. No Rain. Yeah, he was good. Reaching. Or Andrew Wood. Andrew Tate? <laughs> Andrew Wood. Help me. Oh, you joke. Okay. As I far mean, as so music goes, I was an REM guy from the get-go when I was... It's a Brad no. thing. Before it was cool. It's a Chad Brad Thad thing. No, it was not. Absolutely not. Did you... I, can REM I ask you all the way. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Swear you'll answer truthfully. Sure. On air. Yes. Did you ever wear a visor backwards? <laughs> God. <laughs> No. Once or twice. You're so full of shit. Your eyes are brown. No. <laughs> not even close, dude. Uh-huh. No, REM is not an art is not a fraternity band. Actually, they're alternative as hell. And yeah. But I also like me some Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Big time. Love Eddie, Van Halen. Eddie could have been one. Which yeah, he, but you know, he was old though. He yeah, was like but damn near still, sixty. But you could argue too young. But you know, I brought up Should Chris, have lived eternity. I brought up Chris Cornell, and he died at like fifty-some years old. Yeah, but I mean, Eddie was old. He was old. He was in his fifties, wasn't he? Yeah, it may have been sixty. Dead March, too yeah. young, too well, soon. Sure, we could say that about Mick Jagger, and he's eighty. You could have. <laughs> I wouldn't argued. It's it's your list. That's yeah. It's your list. I wanted to keep it young in the twenties. Right. Well. I think we got plenty of content. What do you say we go back to the green room and have a couple sips off this shine? What it is, oh, Mother Scratcher. You'll finish that Colt 45? Oh, yeah, sure. Promise? Whatever you say. No. All right, thanks. Don't. What do you mean it's gone? Yeah. Yeah, just kidding. It's all gone. Thanks, uh, Saw Shack, for the Bezos. Nobody Absolutely. Got, nobody got Mark. thirsty. Kelly yeah, loved it. Appreciate Brock you, loved Marky it. Mark. I think Zach loved it. He just likes to put on a little front. Love you, Marky Mark. All right, until next week. Peace.